15 minutes of play. So here you go. 10-point lead for the Lakers. 8.50 to go in the second quarter. It's LeBron doing LeBron things. That's what he does in closeout games, though. That's what he does, guys. Yeah, he's ridiculous right now. I, I still think there's a Nuggets out running up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's smart to think that, right? Like, even though they're down here now, like we've seen this before, it's not like the Lakers haven't had a lead in a game in this series. The Nuggets have the firepower. Jamal Murray could get hot in the fourth quarter. The Lakers could literally be up 10 in the fourth oh quarter. Oh, my Jamal God. Murray could rally off 12 straight points. You guys, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this Jokic 3, but it was ridiculous. I, I think just I'm just it. about to see it in a second. Yeah. yeah, see, here's the issue. Yeah. We're, we're all watching different feeds. Oh, yeah, he's, like, falling down. It almost was like oh, that right. one that he hit when he was – uh, yeah. It's like that one where you just throw it up. He did that at halftime of the first – what, was it game one? Oh, yeah. we got a fight. Yeah, you're late. Oh, well, we do have a fight. Yeah, it's just the war- – what do you got going on over there, huh? <laughs> Aaron Gordon oh, yeah, LeBron. Oh, no, Tristan Thompson. Hardwired. Yeah, I, wonder, the, I think – I think Trista has that, like, the, the cable that Kramer and what were they, were they the Russian guys? They were trying to put it in, in Jerry's apartment when he was going to be gone for a couple of days. I think that that's what she's got over there. She's like 30 seconds ahead of everything. She is. She is. So Tr- Trista will let us know ahead of time. She'll be like, okay, this is what's coming, and then we'll look. I've got the, I've got the real-time box score, so that's all I see. I've got the delay so where she's clearly ahead of us a little bit. This is what happened. LeBron takes his forearm to the neck. Of Aaron oh, Gordon yeah. is choking him out. He's pushing him. Oh, so Aaron Gordon was hooking him, and LeBron is pushing on his neck because he's wow. getting hooked. And then you have a, a ref that has to come in looking like an ant, and he's like, hook, like holding <laughs> on to Aaron Gordon. Yeah, imagine that's yeah. He's job. not like you got to get in between Aaron Gordon and LeBron James on a Monday night. Oh yeah, Jeez. he hit Aaron. He hit LeBron in the face. Uh, first and foremost. So this is going to be a oh, chippy yeah, night. Oh, you don't do night. that to my king. No. And you know, this hey, you is... Wanna get your, uh, you want to get closer to your microphone, my guy? Yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's a chance we get this in both series. Chance we get this in both where you're going to have the last game. Things are going to get chippy. Guys are going to get frustrated. And, you know, we're seeing that here. We know LeBron's not going to get thrown out of this game, so he can do whatever the hell he wants. LeBron James could tackle Aaron Gordon midair, and they wouldn't throw him out of the game. There's zero percent chance that would happen. Oh no chance! I wouldn't say zero percent because I I need him still to score four more points, and I'm on a, I'm on an all time <laughs> uh, cold streak the last two days. So I could actually see him be t- getting tossed out of this game because I think during that break I said no chance LeBron doesn't at least go over twenty five and a half points. He's got twenty one, so I could see that maybe happening. Ryan knows well, that if he puts $1,000 on something, that's 23 right there for Braun. If he puts $1,000 on something, it's, it's surely going to lose. Like, it's just surely going you, to lose. Well, you had him at, at 24 and a half, right? Yeah, he's 25 right now. Yeah, he's got, got 25, 25, so there you go. So you're oh, good. Thank yeah. God. No sweat. No sweat for you. Ding. You could ding. All right, it's BetMGM tonight. Don't forget, you can watch us on Twitch, YouTube. Uh, so the FPI came out the football power index for ESPN ranking teams, uh, teams that most likely to win the Super Bowl, all those things. Uh, the Jets are the highest ranked team in just overall team rankings. Forget Super Bowl, just team rankings. They're the highest ranked team that did not make the playoffs last year, which I don't think anybody should be surprised. They're a different team than where they were. You're going to have Aaron Rodgers. Like they, quarterback was a problem for them. 
and then it's not going to be anymore. If you had to look at all the teams that didn't make the playoffs last season, so we're talking Jets, Patriots, uh, Steelers, Cleveland at the top of the AFC, or Washington, Detroit, Green Bay, Chicago, Carolina, New Orleans, those teams in the, in the NFC, and there's other ones farther down. Ryan, would you? what team would you put the most – like? If you had, it was actually like a stock, right? What team would you buy yeah. into now saying they've got a chance to have a massive year coming up? I feel like everybody's already heard me talk about the Jets and the reasons are even right. Aaron Rodgers top 10 defense. So I'd actually rather shift over to the Cleveland Browns. Let's throw the Jets that, out of the equation since they're a totally different team. Yeah, let's throw the Jets out of the equation. And, and this is the like, this is a fun exercise because the AFC is loaded, right? And we're looking at all these quarterbacks like Justin Herbert and Mahomes and now Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson with actual weapons and a prove it year with Odell Beckham Jr. And we're like, okay, but one of these guys isn't going to make the playoffs, which is crazy to think about. And then you like look at the AFC playoff teams from last year. I don't think Kansas City's going anywhere. I don't think Buffalo's going anywhere, but maybe they have to be the team that does go somewhere. Cincinnati, I think this year's all about Super Bowl or bust, even though they came out and said they're going to look to pay T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Joe Burrow. I just don't know who they're paying on the defensive side of the ball. I feel like for me, the team that nobody's talking about that could be a sleeper team is the Cleveland Browns, who were an absolute disaster mm-hmm. last year, but also started the year with Jacoby Brissett behind center. You know, um, they really couldn't figure out how they wanted to use Kareem Hunt because he wanted to get paid. He's still out there right now as a free agent. But I just think Nick Chubb's going to have a big bounce back year. The offensive line wasn't what it was a couple of years ago, Stefanski's first year, but I think that they could bounce back. And I think the defense will be a little bit better. It just comes down to what is Deshaun Watson because his last full year with the Texans, he had a great season. They didn't make the playoffs, but statistically he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Then last year, he hadn't played in two years, but everything was sloppy. His footwork, his mechanics were bad. But, you know, if you're paying attention to all the offseason programs and the Deshaun Watson hype, he looks like he's in good shape. He's putting in the work. And it just comes down to, like, do you believe in him and do you believe in Kevin Stefanski? Because year one, he took Baker Mayfield and that team to the playoffs, and they won a playoff game. They beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Since then, it's been a little bit of a mess, but they just haven't been able to stay healthy. So I think maybe Cleveland's the sleeper team. Problem is, you look at that division, man, and you have Cincinnati, you have Baltimore, and I think Baltimore got even better. But who knows? If Deshaun could be what he was three years ago and Nick Chubb could have a huge year and Amari Cooper could have a big year and you get anything from that defense, they could be a 12-13 win team that nobody's really talking about in the AFC. Yeah, yeah, the Browns are plus 104 to make the playoffs at one book. Browns 104 to make uh, plus 104 to make the playoffs at one book. They're ranked 17th uh, in FPI. What about you, Tris? Do you like the Browns, or are there another team for you? Yeah, I, I actually do. I mean, you look at the pieces that they have, and you look at how good their running game is and how they build their offense around that. Deshaun Watson had flashes where he looked much better last year. Uh, he just hasn't played a lot of football in the last two years, right? Like, so – that's going to be pretty, pretty you know, common that there's going to be some rust, rust to shake off. Seven and ten they were last year. I could see them winning ten games, ten, eleven games this year and being like a wild card team for really all the same reasons that Ryan talked about. You run the ball effectively. You have multiple weapons on this team, not just with Amari Cooper, but even more. Uh, you still have Nick Chubb, and you're relying on your defense all you need is like some version of what you had with Deshaun Watson in Houston. And man, you are cooking with gas. Absolutely. It's like, who do you the take Bron- out of the equation then though? You know, do you take out Miami? That's, that's the tough part. Season? Yeah. 
That's a That's great question. What makes the- so it makes the AFC so tough. And look, even if you look at the Browns too, you think the Ravens are going to, if the Ravens are healthy, they're going to be better this year. Okay, well, what about the Steelers with Kenny Pickett at quarterback? Like, are they now a better team on top of that? Do all four teams in that division make the playoffs? But then you're leaving out. I mean, then is it the Jets? Is it, I mean, look, I really like the Broncos. I, the Broncos are a team that's made significant improvements this offseason. And you have a head coach that isn't an idiot. I mean, you had... Nathaniel Hackett had no business being a head coach in the NFL, and we saw it. You watched week one and went, oh, my God, and all year in the red zone. Like, they can't even effectively call a play. Now you've got an adult, a winner in Sean Payton there. They address the offensive line. I like their draft. I mean, uh, Marvin Mims and then Drew Sanders at linebacker. Like, they've added some pieces that are there. You know, they're 23rd in strength of schedule. That's going to help a little bit, too. And some of that is going to be part of the factor. Now, we know strength of schedule is based on last year and things change, so it's not like it's going to be totally accurate in terms of what a team is going to face. But, uh, you know, the Broncos are plus 194 to make the playoffs in one book. It's not up at BetMGM right now. I think that's a decent bet when you look at the Broncos and just see what their team looks like, the coaching, and they have Russell Wilson. Well, I'm just not ready to write off Russell Wilson yet. Uh, do I think he's going to be MVP caliber Russell Wilson? No, but I think he's going to be a lot better and look at least capable. That offense does have a lot of weapons. So the, the Broncos are a team that I think people are sleeping on. The only other one I'd maybe throw out there, and call me crazy, but the Panthers, plus 168 to make the playoffs. Bryce Young's key. But, I mean, they finished the year 5-3 and three last year. And that division is trash. And you're a top-10 rushing team. And you got Frank Reich now at head coach. So there's a lot of changes there for the Panthers, in which could be a much easier type of path for them, especially in the NFC, where we keep talking about this. Right, guys? It's like, uh, okay, Eagles, 49ers, and then I guess the Cowboys and the rest of the field yeah. after that? You know, Nick, really quick, because I know that you're high on the Broncos. I think the better bet, because the only concern I have is how high I am on the Chargers and you have the Chiefs. Are we getting three teams? And we easily can, man, if they win 11-12 games. I know. I was just thinking, like, let's say the Broncos do win 11-12 games. Would you rather play Sean Payton, Coach of the Year, or would you rather play Russell Wilson, MVP? Because, again, like last year I liked Russell Wilson, MVP in Denver because the narrative is he's never even had one MVP vote. If he has a bounce-back year – can't win comeback player of the year because that's going to DeMar Hamlin, but he's plus 4,000 to win NFL MVP this year. Dude, that's almost the same price as Jordan Love, who's never really, he's never started a full NFL season. He started one game in his career against the Chiefs, and he's plus 5,000. That's the same price as Kyler Murray, plus 5,000. When are we going to see Kyler Murray? I feel like that's a disrespectful price for Russell Wilson if he does have a bounce back year. I would maybe rather play him to win MVP or Sean Payton to be coach of the year. Because if they win 11, 12 games, I think both are possible. Yeah, I think it's more likely Sean Payton wins coach of the year, though, just because he's going to be the guy that came in and it was a complete dumpster fire. And then all of a sudden they look like a playoff team and you go, well, obviously it was the coach. It wasn't the quarterback. Whether that's fair or not, that's just, that's a narrative that'll certainly play its way out. The problem with Russell Wilson and MVP is that what you just said, he never gets the votes ever. And I love the price which makes it maybe worth a sprinkle just in case. But I liked it better last year, and then that completely fell apart. So I think you're, it's the smarter way to go is Sean Payton winning coach of the year because also it's Sean Payton. And Russell Wilson just gets overlooked when it comes to MVP a lot. But I don't hate the price, which makes it at least something that's tempting. Especially the same well, – he's got the same price as Kyler Murray and Jordan Love. My God, that is yeah. ultimate disrespect for somebody. Yeah, and I think if you look at, like, Russell Wilson, I think this team can probably still perform and win games even if Russell Wilson isn't performing up to MVP caliber. We saw that last year a lot. 
where there were a lot of underneath routes. He's not pushing the ball down the field. This team is led by its defense. Yeah, maybe he's a middle-of-the-road quarterback, and I still think that this Denver Bronco team can still win nine, ten games. Like, I don't think he needs to be some sort of world beater in order for, you know, Sean Payton to be able to scheme this team into getting some wins. So I think I would probably play Sean Payton coach of the year more. But that's a tough one for me. I, I would have a hard time enjoying having that ticket in my pocket. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a fun yeah. ticket. Yeah, I hate that yeah. you're doing this to me, Nick. Though, because like, um, I'm I, I love the Chargers. M- maybe the Chiefs only win nine, ten games. As crazy as that sounds, I, I don't even want to like oh, talk about yeah, it. Really but they've been really they've been really healthy since Mahomes came into this league, you guys. And with the Broncos, like one thing that I liked from them last year, and there wasn't a whole lot, was the defense. Like when we got to like week thirteen, week fourteen, the defense still wasn't given up. Like, they were still going out there and playing hard, even though they knew that offense was only averaging, like, 11 points per game. They couldn't get anything going, and they still didn't quit. And usually we'll see that with a top-10 defense. Like, screw these guys. We give up. And yet, still, they balled out all season. Russell Wilson was much better towards the end of the year. And Nathaniel Hackett had no business as a head coach. He doesn't even really have business being a play caller. He'll probably be fine with Aaron (laughs) Rodgers. But let's not forget, that's the reason he got that job in Denver was because they thought – Along would come Aaron Rodgers. Like, he was a brutal play caller in Jacksonville. The reason they went to the AFC title game was not that offense in Blake Bortles. I think they were 23rd or 24th that season. And in Green Bay, he never called the plays. Matt LaFleur calls his own plays. He had no business being a head coach. The Broncos just thought they were going to get Aaron Rodgers in the deal. They didn't. They struck out there. That's why he was gone before the season was even over. Now you have Sean Payton. And here's what makes me think that they might be pretty good. He has to know something that we don't know because if he didn't, think that they could be good this year or next year, why wouldn't you just wait for the Dallas job? Because if McCarthy doesn't yeah. get it done this year, he's gone. And that's the better job. So I think he knows something. And I think he thinks he could fix Russell Wilson. Yeah. And, and you bring up, I think the toughest part about trying to handicap the entire AFC is who's out if somebody else is in. Yeah. That, that's the hardest yes. part. The AFC only got better. Only got better. Yeah. yeah. I agree, man. It really did. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a jet. I mean, Russell Wilson could have a bounce back year with the Broncos. I still love Justin Herbert. I think he's going to be the MVP of the league this season now that he's going to be able to push the ball down the field. And I love Quentin Johnson as a pickup. I I want to see what happens with Austin Eckler here, though, with with the Chargers. I mean, like, I'm highly invested. A little worried about that run game. Who knows? Maybe they won't even run the ball now with Kellen Moore. Maybe Herbert's just going to throw the ball 60 times per game. I'm all for that. The NFL just needs to realign for this season. It's just like we're going to send the top teams, depending. It doesn't matter division, conference, anything. We're just going to let everybody in, whoever's the best. Because, I mean, the Steelers could make the playoffs. They didn't make it last year. The Jets, Browns, Broncos. These are all teams in the AFC. All missed. Could they make it? So it's going to make it fun, but it also means there's probably a good chance one or two surprises in the NFC which I think is a good way to kind of sneak in and maybe find some value on some teams that could make the playoffs. Kind of reason why I like the Panthers. All right.